The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. April 29, 2023. Today, 50 yes or no questions for a cigar manufacturer. We happen to have a cigar manufacturer right here. Joining us all the way from the Dominican Republic is Jose Dominguez from Jose Dominguez Cigars. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you are listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 14th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Welcome back, Jose. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me here. Um, we were supposed to have Guille here, Carlos yeah. Guillamo from Yaya Cigars, but factory issues. Yeah, some things, uh, you know, developed down there during the week, and unfortunately, he couldn't make it. Good he things happened, though. More, more business. And- yep, nothing bad. I mean, yeah. it's just uh, some things that we weren't expecting, a lot of work going on. We have a few new projects going on, and... Uh, uh, some things just had to be done this week. He's actually in the factory right now working. He's going to be there tomorrow, too. Wow. And, uh, All yeah. All weekend, so he has, he has to do the it. All so weekend, yeah. I understand. It ends up happening. Good thing we did two. We, we got two years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we were talking the other day of, you know, the, the show must go on, and you, you make sure it happened. And I didn't realize when, when your son was born, Jose. Yeah. Yes. And your dad, Jose. Yeah. Um, your son was born the next day. I was here at the anniversary party. My wow. son was born September 21st, 2013 in the morning. I spent the whole day with him. And then next day, at, uh, it was the JetBlue flight from Santiago to Boston. Uh, I took the, it, it's like a 3 a.m., 4 a.m. flight yes. back then. Yeah. And I was here in Boston the next day, September 22nd, for the anniversary party. I forget what what number that uh, it was, but yeah, I was here was the next nine day. nine years ago. Nine years ago, yes. Right. Wow. Yep. So it's unbelievable what they do. To, and people don't understand. The show must go on yes. no matter what. We'll get a little of that into the after show. We're going to talk about the show must go on. And, uh, um, you know, somebody wants to actually buy the um, Cigar Authority show from that, us. Yeah, but the offer we're was considering, so, We're considering offers. That's, yes. that's all we really need to say. To buy right. our show. But, but the offer was so weak. But and, have, I, and I don't think they have the strength and character to pull it off. <laughs> <laughs> But we'll, we'll, we'll see on the after show. We'll get on there. So, uh, Guille, is, uh, who's not here, is mm-hmm. your brother-in-law. Yes. And he just got into the cigar business a few years ago. Uh, well, uh, he really, his father, uh, uh, Kaunabo is yeah. his name, 
his father was always into cigars. Like he's been a cigar smoker, and he's not involved in the cigar industry at all. He's a banker, You're a right. banker for her for his whole life, like forty years experience, something like that. Which is a big part of the cigar industry. Oh banker. yeah, well yeah. He he. That's how he got into cigars yeah. is because he was the finance guy for all the cigar makers. We're talking about. 25, 30 years ago, that's how he got into cigars, and he's always been, uh, he's very good, close friends with uh, Fufi Reyes from, from Tabacalera Reyes, Right. and uh, that's how, you know, he got involved into the whole cigar thing. Then uh, Guille, Carlos Guillermo, met my sister, and, you know, they started dating, they dated for, I don't know, something like six years, seven years before they got married. Mm. They just had a kid, right. the, the first week of January, I think it was January Tomas. 3rd. Carlos Tomas, yeah. Yes. So uh, they were very happy, a very uh, healthy, very beautiful kid, very happy kid, you know, doesn't cry. I mean, it, it could be either either one or both. He could he's either the happiest kid in the world, he's a sociopath in development. <laughs> right. Well, no, see, well, no, as it goes, you know, I'm but... Right. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, and, and speaking of children, uh, you have a nine-year-old, and a new one for uh, Guille, and my, uh, my grandson today... He's turning two. Yes, James is two years old today, the okay. 29th. Happy birthday to James. Happy if birthday, watching. James. And uh, we'll go have some birthday cake. After we kiss. <laughs> That's him. That's him. <laughs> Maybe I'll get some new sound today. Yeah. We'll see if we get some new sound from him. All right, let's light up. And uh, knowing Guy was going to be on in advance, we made this um, a cigar for the care package. But Guy's not here. But, yep. but everybody has a cigar. We have a thousand people listening that are smoking along with us. What is this, Barry? And today's first cigar is the Yaya Bagua. And it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic and distributed by United Cigar. The size is a 6x60 Gordo, and it features an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, Cuban seed Dominican binder, and Dominican fillers consisting of Lajero, Olor, and Seiko. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. A single will set you back $10.99, while a box of 15 is $148.99, which comes out to just $10.58 per cigar. That's a savings of $16 or 10% off on TwoGuysCigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, go to TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. What the hell is going on in the Dominican Republic? You got this kid. His name's Carlos. Perfectly fine name for a young man. Carlos. He goes by Guille. He comes out with a cigar brand called Yaya, and the size is Bagua. What the? Well, that's not the size. That's the blend. The blend name is Bagua. It means uh, water in the Taino tongue. In the original Tainos, which are, uh, are, we get yeah, our, native, our natives were called Tainos, right? Just like Cuba, they had Tainos sure. too. The only ones that were different were uh, the Puerto Ricans, which were Puerto Ricans, and they were called the Caribes. That's why the sea is called the Caribbean Sea, hmm. because the, the tribe that lived in Puerto Rico were and also they were the most aggressive ones. They were real warriors. The Tainos were not warriors. That's why they were abolished like yeah. forty years after they colonization. Killed they killed them all because they weren't used to work. All they did was eat and uh, smoke you know, cigars. Sm- well, <laughs> Just like me. Well, <laughs> oh yeah, smoke Barry, cigars. Are you Tianyu? <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, Ebagua means water in the the original Taino to- uh, tongue. The new one. That's coming out for PCA this year. We're going to do a release, one blend uh, of the new blend. It's going to be all Dominican, 100% Dominican. It's Kamui, which is sun. 
in the in the Taino tongue. That'll, that'll be at the show. That will be at the show. Really? Will oh, yes, the sir. next one be whatever the word is for Earth? Uh, no. It Are we would making be for a Captain fire. Planet series here? It would be for fire, fire and then for the moon. So we know fire, right? Is uh, fuego? Fuego. Fuego is in Spanish, oh, not right. in the Taino. Oh, all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, let's give it a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal chip tax and lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Yeah, we have people from other places that appear for the first time and stuff, and they can't get the, the... and they only get two shots at this per show of, of getting the timing of the cut. Cut. <laughs> it's good. But it's so funny to hear, right? It's awesome. No, no, nobody, I don't think they hear it on, on when they're listening to the show, really. I think you can pick yeah. it up. They, that, that last one was loud enough, I think. I think so, too. Speaking of Fuego, we're going to yes. light our cigar today with the Sabre by Vertigo. Sabre by Vertigo features single action. When you push the button down, the lid folds open. You got two angled jets for pinpoint accuracy. Those jets are fueled by the patented Vertigo big ass tank. And this is one of the coolest features of this lighter. You have an onboard V cutter for emergencies. Boom. Right there. All for the low price of $29.99. That is the Sabre by Vertigo. I almost taste like bourbon barrel age type of mm. sweetness from um like a rum raisin you put rum raisins in this no don't lie to me <laughs> we don't i will tell you if we do we How don't you don't have a nickname i mean it's just jr jr that's my nickname but so why is all it, right so come up why, with why a nickname. is it guille yeah. guille because it's carlos guillermo guillermo is g-u-i-l-l-e-r-m-o and then Guille is the first five letters of the of his name, the six letters. Well, you could see his first name, Carlos or Carl. Well, when he was because before before he before he came into the cigars, he was actually he was actually working at a bank. He was a banker, just like his dad, and he was doing pretty good. But then he got tired of it, and I mean, even when he was working in the bank, he would come to the factory every single day to smoke, you know, and. Um, Everybody in the banking side of the uh, on the banking side knows him just as Carlos. They don't know him as Guille. Okay. Guille is his uh, childhood nickname. So everybody in the streets just call him Guille. All right. So he's half banker, half gangster. Yeah, kind of thing. You know, yeah. it's. I mean, he's led multiple lives. Mm-hmm. All right. And Ilse, uh, your sister, yes. that's her husband, and yes. they have the baby, Tomas. Yeah. Carlos Tomas, yes. Carlos Tomas. Uh, all right. This is uh, Yaya to me, Yaya. And, and so you'll understand how I come up with these ideas of doing the show. Yaya is yes. So if somebody said It's yes in Dave. In Dave, Dave, yeah. But I always say it. Somebody says, hey, you want to go out for pizza? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right? You hear so it, it has multiple. Key. It has multiple meanings. It also means uh, which we didn't know at the time. It means uh, grandmother in Greek, okay. if I'm not mistaken. It Somebody does. told me yeah. that. Yeah. Well, it means yes to me. Yes. And, and, I, and I like the cigar anyway. But I, I, I knew he was coming up, and uh, this would be his first time being on the show. And I said, all right, let me come up with some sort of theme for the show, and it's going to be yes, yeah, 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 or no, or no. So yes or no question. I have fifty. <laughs> Wow. Yes or no questions. For me? For you. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Well, it was going to be split between the two. Is there a you, scoring but... at the end? I really did I, I really did bad at testing back at school. Well, the, these are 
there's no wrong answer. It's your answer. Okay. Of what it is. So I'll give no you no trick questions. No, no. no. All right. I'll there give you the rules of this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it he goes. doesn't play fair. We'll see how it goes. So you can answer each question yourself or as a team. I thought you guys were going to be together and you right. debate it differently, but it'll be just you. You can uh, tap you, me in if you need help. All right. You can answer yes, no, or no comment. Mm. Or uh, you can co- and you can comment on the answer after you give the answer uh, and talk about it if you want All or right. just move on. I can ramble a little bit. You have up to five not answers. Mm. So of 50, only five. I can, can say no comment. No comment. Okay. And so, after five. So hang on to them because. We get to take one nipple with the uh, Lotus Jaws cutter. <laughs> Her wow. no comment after the five. You so you, there is a consequence. Have, so I only have two nipples. So you what have, happens after seven? I heard, I heard otherwise. I heard there was a third, <laughs> third nipple here and a fourth one on your back. That's just what I heard. So you have up to four. All right. So And Ed seems to think it's going to be too much. Uh, we'll yeah, see. Wh- Whiskey Miser says the over-under is 30 questions. Mm. <laughs> it's going to be what it, it can be, and we'll get to it. But right now, it's time to ask the Don from Don Raphael. That's you. Yeah. Don Raphael Cigars. It's time to ask the Don. Brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Don Raphael Cigars are premium cigars, mellow and smooth, built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Vincenzo writes, I've noticed that occasionally a cigar I'm smoking will make a pop and a sizzle sound much like how wet branches burn. Does this mean that my cigars are overhumidified? If so, shouldn't that happen to all my cigars and not just a random few? Thank you. Signed, Vincenzo. Bugs? That was the Eggs. first thing I thought. Pop? Mm, it could be, but not necessarily. I mean, even though if you haven't properly humidified, it's still water inside of, uh, of the leaf. Yeah. You know, to a certain extent. It depends how thick the tobacco is and... It will have water inside. You know, thinner leaves will have less water or less humidity, was, so it, to speak. If it, he was smoking through the more textured and more veiny side of the, of the tobacco, the, exactly. the tips were pointed toward the mouthpiece, for example. If you had those thicker part portions, maybe you have sap pockets little that are pop, exploding. Yeah, a little pop, you know. Don't worry the, about the it. Air, the air expanding. I don't think so. Yeah. As long, I mean, if it's burning correctly and... It's not exploding in your hand. I mean, you're, I think you're perfectly safe. And if you don't see little drill holes through any of your cigars, because if you yep. do, you've got a bug problem. Yes. Yeah, yeah that makes a sound, yes. too. Okay, and uh, so you are uh, JR, which is uh, Jose Rafael. Rafael. Yes. So Don Rafael. Don Rafael is actually my grandfather. Okay. His name was, and it was, we had a big dictator in the Dominican Republic from 1930 to 1961 called Rafael Leonidas Trujillo. And uh, it was very common on the childs that were born during that period to name them after, you know, the big boss, the, okay. the, the lead, the, the El Jefe, how they used yes. to call him. The fat so, guy. Uh, <laughs> well, he was actually a very good-looking gentleman, you know. Uh, he was 
very bad in many other things, but at least he, he looked he looked like a fine gentleman. Yeah. But uh, it was very common. So my grandfather's name, the father of my father, was Rafael Leonidas Dominguez, named after Trujillo, which no. was very common during that that period. And obviously, I get my second name from him. You know, from, well, from my so we, that's what happens there. That yeah. you have two names, and we mm -hmm. usually have one, and that's it. But yeah, yeah, the, we have uh, two names, two main names, and two last names. Your the mm -hmm. first uh, last name of your father, and the first last name of your grandmother. So my full real name is Jose Rafael Dominguez Luna. Luna. Yeah. Oops. Luna meaning the moon. The yeah. moon. Yeah. Yeah. My mm. my mom's name is Salina Luna. Okay. Okay. Now, All when right. you say moon, is that pulling your pants down halfway, or is it the actual moon? The, moon. the, the actual moon. Yeah. Okay, Luna. Yeah. Not mooning. I used to work. With a, I used to work with a lunar. A Luna? Yeah, she's a star now. First name. <laughs> <laughs> star. That was cheesy joke, man. <laughs> that was a very bad one. All right, here we go. We got. We have questions to get to. Fifty questions. Let's uh, see if we can peel off the first ten right now. You can work in the cigar and you uh, worked in the cigar industry. You can work in the cigar industry as young as nine years old. Yes, I started at eight, and my son is working now. He's nine. And he's nine. Yeah. Sweeping the Every floors, time, picking up after Anything, the... anything. He has to do anything and everything. Nice. That's how I started. I started sweeping the floors and making tobacco beds at eight years old. Making the tobacco beds. Beds, yeah. What we call trojas. Yeah. In Spanish. Nice pillow, fluff it. No, not <laughs> at all. We're talking hard work. No, no, this is, and in the heat, you know. I mean, yeah. these are not air-conditioned uh, warehouses or anything like that, Yeah. let see. alone back then. Not a lot of that happening here in the United States. No, I mean, here yeah. they have to worry about all that stuff. I, yeah. I mean, I'm not making him carry 30-pound boxes at nine years old. You know, he's working in the backing room and all that. Yeah, when he's 10, you know, he can carry a few boxes. <laughs> right. Okay, a cigar roller can be trained in as little as six weeks to roll a cigar. I do not believe that. No, we actually have a school, uh, and he, we have graduated about uh, 30 to 40 different pairs. That's about 80 people Yeah. Uh, throughout the whole period that we've been doing it, which is uh, three years now. Okay. And uh, the learning curve, it's at least three months until they can be put into real production. All right. In our opinion, we have a system of... So they're making cigars that are being disassembled after... Uh, probably, yeah. yeah. Most likely thrown to the trash. I mean, some of them are good enough that by a few weeks they they start being good, but it, they need to gain the agility, you yeah. know, the the, the the dexterity to be able to do it and to be able to go into production. What's the percentage that make it through? I would say about thirty to forty percent make okay. it through. You weed out the real bad ones uh, that you know people that have discipline problems and things like that in the first two weeks. The ones that are not going to make it, that are most likely not going to make it, you weed them out in the first two weeks. How about fat fingers? Does that play an issue? There's not no, really. Like, <laughs> I, I'd not show really. up and say, I want to become a cigar roller. You'd say, no way. So, uh, Dave, we had a guy that was missing a hand. Missing a hand. <laughs> and he, he was a roller with us. He, he, you know, he uh, left uh, for something else, not to make cigars. He left for something else. Uh, I don't remember what it was. You would think uh, hand rolling cigars. He was, I only have one. <laughs> he was the one that put the wrapper on, the final roller. Really? And he was missing a hand. He was born like that. He was born with a hand, um, a malformed hand, where he only had like a, a thump like this. Yeah. And he had like a little uh, something sticking out like that was supposed toe. to be a stump. Yeah. yeah, his thumb. 
And uh, he worked with us for like 11 years. Oh, my so God. So I do not think that Fat Fingers huh. would no? not be a role. All right. Role. If a guy missing a hand was able to do it. Then you're I, in. You know, you're then in. in. Okay. A fast cigar roll up here. And so everybody understands there's two people that roll cigars. One people makes the bunch, the filler and the binder, puts it in the mold. The other person puts the final wrapper on it with the cap and finished off. Uh, a pair of rollers can make 600 long-filled premium cigars. No, they can make more. They can make more? I thought you for yeah. sure was going to go less. Yeah, no, uh, they can actually make more. If you let them, they will, as long as you have good, very good quality uh, control. Yeah. They can make more. And have, when you say quality control, you're talking uh, draw testing and also the final weight of the product. 50 cigars needs to weigh a certain amount. Why the drug testing? Are you drug testing the roller or are you drug no, testing the No, no, no. Draw, draw testing. <laughs> oh, I thought he said drug <laughs> testing. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm like, it's the Dominican Republic. You're not drug testing anybody and still having rollers. Actually, it was uh, brought up to me once and I said, hell no. We're, we're going to have to fire 60% of the people. <laughs> not to mention, there's no way Barry's going to pass it if he comes to visit. <laughs> There's no, such thing as, there's no such thing as a master blender. I do not think so, no. There's a blender, but who gives out the degree? Right. Self. Is there like a yeah, self-appointed master blender? Self-appointed master, <laughs> which is what they are, right? Uh, most of them are, yes. yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know if there's a college or a school that will go and you take a course to be a blender and they give you a degree that says master, you're a master right. blender now. It's all self. So it's self-appointed. There are blenders. There are yes. people that, that do this, you know. But, but there, there must be a there must be a, a very vast variety of people that are able to make lower quality blends versus making blends yes, that really of course. pop. There's people that's actually really good at doing it, and there's people that suck at doing it. You know that's the difference, and people in between. Like I'm not I'm not the best blender out there. I'm you know in all honesty, Aguilla is way better than me at that. In 100% honest, yeah. I have more experience. I've been working at the business more than him, but he has a better, uh, better discerning palate for that for that matter than me. No kidding. You know? But but two of you you like what he blends better than what you like you blend. But I might like what you blend better than what he likes. Yeah, because taste is acceptable. Right. You know, you could be uh, a master blender, self-appointed master blender. Mm -hmm. You've been doing blends for your whole life, and you might create the cigar that you think is going to be revolutionary that's going to change the industry and you give it to Dave and he might love it and you give it to me and I might hate it you know because taste is accepted or it doesn't sell you know have you ever made a cigar here's the blend well I love this thing and it just doesn't work yeah People and then some other things that you don't think it's going to work out they just fly off yeah you know, take off yeah so that's how it goes People that work in cigar factories are among the lowest paying people in the country that is false it was false that is where, false. Did, where did they stand? Uh, well, uh, you take the uh, hospitality industry in the Dominican Republic, uh, the, the hotels, uh, restaurants, and all that. They have the lowest minimum wage in the whole country, and it's about fifty percent of the lowest of the minimum wage in uh, duty-free um, companies, or what they call it, uh, sectorized companies. That's what they classify us. Yeah. As. So sectorized. Uh, but they get tips, maybe. They, that's because they based it on the tips, but not in the resorts. The resorts are not uh, no tipping. Oh, no tipping mm. is allowed. Well, it is allowed, but it doesn't happen that often. Like okay. they don't get that many tips, so they are really the ones making the least amount of money. And you have to think about it. It is the industry that brings the most money into the country. It's right. tourism, mm. you know. And then it is the worst 
paid. They get paid in the and people working at the hotels and resorts. They get paid less than a guy working at a field in a tobacco field. Mm. Now, Let alone a, a cigar roller. Cigar rollers are actually making fifty uh, percent to seventy percent in most cases. Some of them make more fifty uh, to seventy percent more than our minimum wage. Is there a qualification that you, as uh, head of a factory, would say that somebody is a master roller and maybe put them on? Uh, special projects only because they have that special dexterity and that special skill? Yes, there are, there are good rollers. There are the specialty ones that you know that can do certain special projects. Like you want, you're doing, uh, you know, like a limited release, something like that, and you want it to come out immaculate, perfect. You have your guys to do that, you know. That you know they don't do a lot of volume. You might have to pay them by the house. That means that it's not by production. You pay them a fixed salary. And they might do half the production that they regularly do, but you know it's going to come yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. You know, you don't have to worry too much about it. How about the cigar roller in, let's say, Dominican Republic getting paid to the roller in Nicaragua or Honduras? We pay more. Dominican pays the most. We pay more. Yeah. Their, minim- their salary minimum wage is way less than ours. Okay. All right. Uh, like um, in the U.S., is there sexual harassment laws in effect in cigar factories? Yes. In yeah. Uh, the whole country. The whole country. Yes. The, yes. Okay. So it's frowned upon there? Uh, it wasn't that much. Like, you didn't hear about a lot of cases about uh, sexual harassment accusations. I would say a decade ago, like 10 years ago, 15 years ago. But recently, especially uh, in public charges, public offices, I don't know if they're doing it for the media and all that stuff, but recently, the last few years, especially the last five years, it's been very, very common. Like every now and then you hear about this guy that's going to be accused of sexual harassment by five different people, stuff like that. All right. You know, so. so, so far you've answered all the questions without missing one. You're not losing a nipple not yet, not buddy. Not Thank God. Has anyone ever filed a sex harassment case against you or no. your company? No. Oh, he comes out with a no. <laughs> no. If it was ever a yes, we would have had a, a possible sa- save there. But it's a no. <laughs> it's a no. <laughs> okay. Uh, you have... More than a thousand people working for you. Yes. More than a thousand More people. Than a thousand, yeah. How the hell do you do it? How do you remember their names? I, Carlos I mean, number one, Carlos <laughs> number two. <laughs> for the most of them, Pedro uh, six. Most of them, I mean, 70% of our workforce have been there for at least 10 years. Oh. So, you know, you get familiar with them. I, I mean, I forget names. I'm really bad with names. I remember a face yeah but uh names i tend to forget but uh, you know most of them they've been there so long that you just you know you kind of gets imprinted in your memory dave has a terrible memory when it comes to names and his favorite go-to is how are you (laughs) and he says the you so emphatically that he the person forgets that he should have said their name right there (laughs) he sells it so do they end up having the same position and the same sit in the same place everything's the same it depends. Uh, and they, a lot, so and, somebody and, may move them up, right? One of your in in most up. cases, yes. Uh, I mean, there you don't see a lot of, uh, especially. I'm not talking about only cigar factories and in a factory that is manufacturing in general. Yeah, you know, in general, uh, you don't see a lot of uh, promotions. A lot of like, uh, I'm aiming for this part. It's because the ratio from workforce to administrative is very different you know mm. you have i mean i have over a thousand people but let's say of that thousand people 80 percent of them is workforce is labor the rest is administrative 
administrative, you have... Yeah, there's never been a roller that turned into the vice yes. president. Yes. That, well, yes, there's been cases like Okay. That. Uh, my dad's partner in, uh, in, the fact, in his factory, he used to be a roller for Fuente. Wow. Back 27, 28, 30 years ago, he used I mean, to be a roller for Fuente, a wow. regular cigar roller. Wow. You know. So he he made it. He made it, but in his own business, he didn't escalate within Fuente. Yeah. But there has been cases of people that started working uh, manual, you know, labor spot regular uh, operator, as we call them, yeah. regular operator, that has moved up the ranks. All right. You know. All right. You are the highest paid person in the factory. No. Period. That's <laughs> Period. it. Period. <laughs> and you know this for a fact. Well, I pay the payroll. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> you have put something other than tobacco. In your cigars. Yes, we do flavored cigars. We do flavored cigars. So, yes, we have put flavoring. We have also, uh, in the weed? past, we don't, we don't weed use in there? Huh? Any, any weed? Unfortunately, no, but that would be a great market if the Dominican made it legal. It would be awesome. You have sweet tip, maybe? Yeah, we have sweet yeah. tips, too, yes. Yeah, you, you yeah. make a little of everything. I mean, a little you, of everything. Yeah, yeah. You, do, you do everything. It's really something. The factory is, is gigantic, and everything's going on, and one of your most favorite, famous flavored cigars is um, the one that dipped in cognac or whatever? The Ted's bourbon cigar, yeah. yeah. Seasoned with real uh, whiskey. It used to be, what was it called before? Maker's it used Mark. to be the Maker's, Maker's Mark, Mark cigar, cigar yeah. that everybody yeah. saw mm. with the with yes. the wax that drips with the on wax. the side. Yeah. And that's, it's really something to end up seeing that. that it's yeah. Not my cup of tea of smoking a cigar like that, but I see the production all the time yeah. and watch it. And it's like. Yeah, they do. That, I mean, the, the their signature, their main product, their main skew is the bourbon cigar. But they have a wide range of different products. They have a tequila product yeah. made with real tequila. They have a Canadian whiskey one called Forty Creek, which is a real, uh, yeah. real uh, whiskey brand. They have a and they uh, ship you this whiskey so you can yes, do this and, process. Uh, Eighteen year old Scotch, uh, single malt like Glenlivet. What yeah. a waste! Yeah. In, so. It's it's there. Do you have a problem with the employees like getting yes. struck? Yes, really? we, we have to lock it up. Yes, we have to lock it up. The thing is, after it's used, it it doesn't taste the same because the aroma goes out of it, and and something about the flavor goes out of it. So uh, yeah, the, after it's done, most of them don't even want it. So okay. you don't have to worry too much after it's used. But before it's used, yeah, we keep it locked up. Yeah, that huh. would be a problem. Yeah, I, I, shot for the cigars. Otherwise, I'll drink it. Oh, I have a shot quick for me. question. Yes. JR, is it safe for Dave to eat at roadside stands in the yes. Dominican? We, I, I've, I've been with him, but I don't do it. it I mean, we've you've done it a few times, but, but, but reluctantly. Yeah. But he's never gotten sick. Have you ever gotten sick from no, eating no. anything down there? No. 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 Not there. Other countries I have. Yeah, but not there. No. I mean, I'm, I'm not uh, like a, a quirky person when it comes to eating or anything like that. But I like clean places. Mm-hmm. I don't mind if they're in the street or what kind of food it is, as long as it's clean, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're not. No, I get scared of it, to tell you the truth. But we're smoking Yaya Cigar. This is the Gordo that we're smoking. It's burning well. It's smoking good. Uh, you got a strength profile here on Barry? What I are they saying? What, I got what the chat room says, but I don't want to sway the I'm vote. say four. Six. Six, two, for me. Chat room, 52%, say four to five. All right, I'm always usually one over. Right. Uh, There's a little uh, a little white pepper note on the finish. There is uh, a sweetness, and maybe it's because you're you're we're talking about 
uh, scotches and whiskeys, but there is. I a, tasted it right off the bat. There is a there is a whiskey or yeah. scotch whiskey type element in is there. This, is this happening anywhere near where the where you're doing the uh, cognac cigars? No, no, no. <laughs> That's, I mean, you've seen it. We have no, it isolated, yes. isolated like a separate department just right, for that process. Right. It seems like it was in the it was in the area. No, the tobacco was really far. I mean, they're literally at the two points of the factory. That's in sure. the front, and the tobacco yes. is in the back. All right, let's go to break. We come back. I have lots more, but that's 10 of them. Yes or no questions. We have 40 more. We're live in the Toscano Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua. The Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. 
de Padrón Mission is simple. Exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padrón Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padrón Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is Skip Martin. No, I'm Skip Martin. And I'm Michael Rosales. Right. We're from Roma Craft Tobacco, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority, the number one cigar podcast. No matter what you heard, the number one. Here we go, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa black and white, West Tampa cigars, passion with a purpose. We're here with Jose Dominguez and Carlos Guillet couldn't be here from Yaya Cigars, but we're doing it anyway. It's Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. What the hell Jose. are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing a song about Jose Dominguez. Um, <laughs> Whiskey Miser said you should have brought in donuts for this episode. There we go. There we go. Well, you'll have cake later. We'll have cake. We got birthday cake for James. Happy birthday to James. Two years old today. Uh, it's so awesome having him around. I got a question that I know that's not on Dave's list. Okay. But have you ever pulled a Lewinsky with a cigar? What's a Lewinsky? Never, I, th- I never, never saw it. The big, I know the, the, the reference comes it's from with, the movie, uh, The Bill Big Clinton, Lewinsky, but I never saw it. And it's what Bill Clinton did to his secretary with the cigar. Oh, that's about it. Yeah. Lewinsky's different <laughs> big, from big Lebowski. Lebowski. <laughs> Lebowski. Okay. Yeah, sorry. That would have been an interesting scene. It's bowling it so, down a different so like, type of alley, if you know what we're saying. <laughs> no, yeah. but I, I don't get I don't get the, the whole Lewinsky thing. I did, but to what? That's, this has already gone <laughs> way too far. Yeah. You said it is a sex toy. Oh, no, but... It's a swing and a miss. Let it go. Actually, it's a swing and a miss. What, funny story. <laughs> we do have... We do... I, I did make a cigar called... Uh, we call it the Mandingo in the factory, but they wouldn't let me market it as that. It's an 11 by 90. 90 ring gauge, 11 inches long. It's big, big guy. And uh, when we made it, uh, there were a couple ladies that asked me if they could take one home. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know what they did with it. They like to they smoke for it. a really long time. You know, yeah. I don't know what they did with it. but And I didn't want to ask them because they were, you know, they were. Well, sexual harassment uh, lawsuits. Yeah, yeah exactly. What they are. But um, <laughs> All right, let's they get, did take let's, it. Let's get down to some real questions. Uh, you signed an NDA for a cigar brand blend or person you were making a cigar for. Yes, multiple. Multiple non disclosure agreements, yes, multiple of them. All right, what are they? <laughs> <laughs> you want me, you want me, me to have a stack of losses double. on my desk on Monday? Well, Tuesday, Monday's a holiday in the Dominican, so Tuesday, yeah. So, you, they, the people ask that. It's amazing to me that I have done it too, that I'm forced to do it on my end, and I'm scratching my head why. But you want you on your case without telling me who it is, you understand why they would want that. Uh, well, some of them because they're big companies and, uh, they just do it by regulation, like their legal department and yeah. some requirement before they discuss a project with okay. you and stuff like that. Right. Some people, because, uh, they're just quirky and they think they have the answer, the <laughs> cure to cancer or yeah, something yeah. like that in their heads. This I is going to be the hottest thing of all. In exactly. Like, yeah, I mean, that, and they're really like stupid things that yeah. they tell you after you sign the NDA and you're like, 
that, that's what you wanted to protect. But right. anyways. Here we go. You know, All right. Are the, the majority of the cigars you produce going to the United States? Yes. Over 95%. 95%. Okay. Uh, there is no such thing as a $50 cigar. For, for me, no. Cost-wise, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Of anything, it doesn't. Of anything, sense. it doesn't have to be expensive for me. Anything, uh, it, anything below, uh, above fifteen dollars is just nonsense. It's marketing. Yeah. You know, and thank God for whoever can pull it off. Yeah, good for them, right? Yeah, good for them. Uh, have you ever been offered to buy a cigar manufacturing company? Yes. To buy somebody else's, yeah. Yes, a couple okay. times. Yeah. Yeah. Have they offered to buy you? Uh, no, not an official offer. There's okay. been talks, but never like an official offer. How about one of your brands? Yes, that too. Yeah? Multiple times, especially after FDA, because we have so many uh, FDA brands. You, I think you have the most, actually. I mean, um, maybe. I mean, you have to look at companies that have a long trajectory, like General Cigars, ITG, uh, well, uh, Altadis, or uh, Tabacalera, uh, what's the name? Uh, the, the La Romana? Now I forget ITG, Altadis, Imperial Altadis, Tobacco. Imperial. Yeah, but the name of uh, yeah. Tabacalera de Garcia. Yeah, Garcia. In, in La Romana. They have a very, very long trajectory, and they have done many, many different brands. So I'm glad know. that you remembered what the name was, but I have no idea what it is, even though you said it. Tabacalera de Garcia. This was made yeah, Romeo and Juliet and yeah. all that stuff in La Romana. ITG, Altadis. Yeah. Yeah, that's the name of the factory. The actual name of the factory that they bought back in the day was yeah. Tabacalera de Garcia. It, yeah, you said it so fast and your, your, your tongue broke the speed limit. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Smashing up against I, the roof I of speak your mouth. faster in Spanish, believe it or not. Faster. Faster. Oh, I believe yeah. it. Faster. Especially when I'm rambling. Okay. Right now, it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news <clears throat> from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they... Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. (laughs) And if you love snapping selfies, then Portofino, Italy might not be the best place to visit. The town on the Italian Riviera, Riviera has imposed new rules that might affect your holiday photos. The sound has made selfie-taking illegal and punishable by fine. If you think that sounds ridiculous, Italy wasn't the first, as the United States beat them to it, as there are parts of 20 states that would consider Mr. Jonathan's shirtless selfies to a bunch of guys on MeWe illegal. <laughs> But those of us on MeWe already knew that it was a crime against humanity. And that's not only insane, it's asylum. What couldn't you do? It's illegal in the United States? Some communities consider it a form of sexual harassment. Really? You're harassing yourself? Usually left-leaning states. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I was hearing, maybe it was you that said it yesterday, that uh, maybe it's more free in another country than is the United States for some of, somebody was talking yesterday. Uh, I, I've said it a couple yeah. times that, that for, I, I mean, I love this country. Uh, I, uh, I have never considered living here except one time that I was going to come study to Tampa uh, for college. Yeah. I was uh, finishing high school. That's the only time I considered living in the, yeah. in the U.S. I like coming here, but I like going back to my yeah. country. And uh, I do love this country, and I think there's some very great people. The American people are great people. But um, for a country that prides itself in freedom, and, you know, it's part of... Yeah, the, that's what they say, right? You know, live free. Uh, I think there's a lot of control over the American yeah. people. 
too much, too much. And yet. the American people, I think, has put up with it for a long, long time. Hey, Jonathan, yes or no? Ryan Seneca says you show your wee-wee <clears throat> on me-wee. No. Never. Okay. Uh, Not that I'm aware of. Question number 18. Some cigar brands are exactly the same brand as another at a different price and packaging. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. That's where a private label comes in. And logistically, it makes more sense. Most cigar manufacturers smoke other brands and try to make cigars to be like them. Yes and no. Um, I've seen a lot of people, like, I'm one of, I'm, uh, I don't necessarily do it to copy it. I do it just to try it. Like, uh, I was talking to, a, a, well, Dave, that's here in the audience today from the Cigar Hacks. Uh, I was talking to him earlier about uh, Aladino, and uh, I told him that I've tried one of the Aladinos, a Corojo. That's the only one I've tried. Yeah. It was really good. And he gave me one of his favorites to try, which is a Lancero. Okay. Um, Ooh, and boy. I'll try it later. You know, because I'm curious to see uh, what it is and why he likes it so much. Not necessarily because I want to copy it, but I do try other people. Now, I've seen people that only smoke their own stuff. You know, I'm going to reserve the names, but it is what it is. Well, that's in public. I think that anybody that says that they legitimately only smoke their own stuff, I think they're lying. Uh, Maybe. I think think most manufacturers do want to know what's out there. And brand owners, they want to know what's out there, what they're competing against. You'd have to. You'd be crazy not to. uh, Jonathan, believe it or not, there's people that are so cocky that they just can't accept the fact that somebody else can make something better than them. Mm. Period. Don't even try it. Don't even try Mm. it. Yep. I I, I know who you're talking about, so I'm going to leave it there, too. (laughs) Now, um, you you tried Aladino before. Uh, the Corojo, yes. Now you know they're growing that tobacco. Yes. So do you learn something from that and say, okay, whatever they're doing to that tobacco, that's what I want to... Well, what I'm curious about, and I've always been curious, they have a special betun recipe that they use on their fillers. And you can tell it, like, I don't know if Justo does it, but Christian definitely does it. Uh, and so his cigars will, they it all will have, emanate yes, they that all particular have that smell. One specific aroma. Exactly. And I don't know if they do it to all tobaccos or maybe just one specifically, but I am very curious, and I would love to learn it if I could, but definitely he's not going to tell us or yeah. show us hmm. what it is. But it is a very peculiar thing to his cigars. So for our audience that's listening, says, what is the patoon? What does that mean? Okay, patoon is a mixture, and everybody does it differently. I mean, there's not like a standard recipe out there that you can find online and you can ask somebody, uh, what is the recipe for patoon? And they will tell you. Everybody's different. We used to do it. We don't do it anymore because before we used to do it because we, don't, we didn't have that much tobacco, so we had to accelerate the process of fermentation to be able to get it to the point where we could use it without uh, having the harshness in the flavor. Now, because we plant more and we have more tobacco, we have the ability to let it rest for longer so we don't have to accelerate the fermentation okay. process. We could just let it do it naturally to where it's uh, nice and ready for production. And this would be the water that they put on the tobacco leaves as it's in the It is a process. mixture, and right. everything's different. Before, when we used to do it, we used to use brown sugar, pineapple, not like pineapple concentrate juice, like real pineapple squeezed out, uh, molasses, you know, like what you get from the sugar cane once yeah. you're doing the sugar, the, the, the black liquid that's like concentrated sugar. Yeah, we have molasses here in the okay. United States. Molasses. Well, you Thank know, you for maybe that somebody doesn't know yeah. or how it's made. Or where it comes from, right. but okay. Um, and also um, uh, vinegar, white vinegar, uh, sweet wine. 
like cooking wine, like yeah. sweet red wine, and some other stuff. My yeah. dad was the real good one at making his recipe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, most people that work at cigar factories do not smoke cigars. Mm, not necessarily because they work at a cigar factory, they smoke a cigar. But I would say in the rolling room, about 70% of them do. Because they can, they're allowed to. They're allowed to, For yeah. free. They can, and they can smoke their production. Okay. For free. Oh. They get a shift cigar, right? No, they can, if they smoke five, they, want. they can smoke, if they smoke five cigars a day, they can smoke the five cigars a day, but of their production. To it has to be of what it's they're part of that. It's part of that quality it's control. It's like a quality control. Okay. You know? So if they have to do X amount of cigars and they smoke five of them, mm. they got to roll five more, right? I mean, usually the ones that they smoke, they freehand roll it. It takes them 40 seconds to a minute. They just freehand roll it. They don't put them in the mold. They oh, don't roll right. it and put them on, well, they just do a freehand roll with the same blend they have. Whoop, whoop, and just okay. smoke it like that. And do you sell such a thing? Like, would people want to buy freehand cigars? You think that would be something to say? We do make it. They're called perritos. Oh, really? Yeah, freehand rolled. Hmm. We've been making them for maybe we twenty five thirty years. Maybe need to get we need to get a thousand of them to, uh, to have them. on a show yep. someday and have it in in the care package so people can mm-hmm. um, witness that. That actually sounds like a good idea. Cuban cigars are poorly made. Yes. Yes, unfortunately. that's it. <laughs> unfortunately, there's yes. No, like a lot of people will end up pausing and, well, there's good and bad and they don't want to say it or whatever. It is the truth. If they made it well, they made, they're made they made well. Half of them, I mean, you smoke Cubans, half yeah. of them don't draw. Yeah. And truth. if you ask me, the quality has only been going down and down and down throughout the years. And the price is going up and up and up. I mean, it gets to the point, and I know this because I have a very good friend who's also a customer of mine in... In Germany, and he's a Casa de Labano, one of the nine Casa de Labanos, and that's the highest that you can be as a retailer uh, uh, for Habanos. It's Casa de Labano, and you are the one, the Casa de Labano is the one that gets all the Cohiba Bejiques, the Partagas special editions, this and that. The limited stuff. Yeah. The limited <laughs> stuff. And he would tell me that cigars, the Cuban cigars, are like the wines. They are by the year. And they go and say, like, the Cohiba Bejique, BK52, whatever, uh, from 2012. Oh, that's a good one. That's how I want to start that one because that was a good year. That's yeah. how it goes. That's how poor attention they pay to consistency and to quality. I mean, they just roll them out, put the band on, and sell them as they are. They, I mean, and you told me this a few years back. They actually packed them wet because right. you saw you were taken to the factory and you yeah. saw how they did it. Yeah. Color sort them and pack them away. Yeah, you went a few times, right? You yeah, know. but never to the. They wouldn't let me in the oh, yeah. factories. They only let me once, and they yeah. never let and me. And that was it. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was a mistake. I, I, you probably, you probably shouldn't consider Cuba as a vacation destination ever again. Ever, in your life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard that. I, you know, I listened to that show. Yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, I didn't know better, to be honest with you. That well, you know, you, you said you know, again with the with the freedom. We we have the freedom of speech here. So I yes, said I saw what I saw and I said what I saw. Well, th- that's not acceptable there. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that you saw what you saw and you yeah. will not say a word. Well, you don't. I'll tell you this: you don't want to go and badmouth communism in the streets of Cuba. I didn't talk about their their politics, but I did. I was there for cigars. Well, it's a cigar podcast. You went and you looked at the, the way they made the cigars, and you came back yeah. and reported on what you saw. And it's just so amazing of a magazine rating it the highest rating of all, and mm-hmm. it's the best cigar in the world. And hearing 
consumers, listen, they, they pay, they overpay for something. They say, well, this is the best, or maybe they, they make themselves feel good for spending mm-hmm. that kind of money. But Bahikes this week went up to $300 each. Each single cigar, it was it was madness at a hundred. Then it goes to one hundred and seventy-five dollars, crazy, and they just keep doing it. Now they went to three hundred dollars, three hundred dollars. And what blows my mind on social media? You got the guy buying it for twenty-five dollars that swears they're real. Right. right. Yep. <laughs> Poor bastard. Yeah. yeah. And imagine, you know, getting cigars like you say. Half of them aren't going to draw. Mm-hmm. Burn poorly. You get a bad one. You say, "Okay, I got a bad one. Let me light the next one." A bad uh, three hundred. Three hundred dollars. You're the drain right there. When you go now, this one's a good one. <laughs> well, it's a thousand freaking dollars now. <laughs> you're already burning the money by lighting it on fire. You paid three hundred dollars for something you're going to light on fire, and you can't even light it on fire. So, do you think? This craziness is going to be good for Dominican cigars. The people would realize, oh my God, we're smoking an eight dollar cigar right now, and say, I had the Bahiki at three hundred, but this is pretty damn good for yeah, well, eight dollars. Remember, remember the the whole mantra behind it. People want it because they can't get it, especially Correct, yeah. in the United States. You know, you there, can, I mean, there's a Cuban shortage in the whole world but right you can now. Yeah, Cuban cigars in the Dominican Republic, right? A fake. Just fakes. Uh, well, you can probably buy the real ones. At... Is there a Casa Habanos there? No. No? No. Oh, okay. No. The Cubans, in the whole tobacco term and rum term, the Cubans uh, do not like the Dominicans. As people? Or as, as no, no, no. In the, in the whole term of business. Okay. Like for tobacco, for right. this and that. No. They don't, they don't like the Dominican because we make, we are their competition. Yes, yes. And they don't like competition. Yeah. You know. They're they very close they, to that. And they don't have it in their country, but when they go outside... Yeah, they go outside, of course, there's competition. All right. So, uh, next question is, the Dominican Republic makes the best cigars in the world. I think we make very good cigars. I think we have very good manufacturers, but I can't say that Nicaragua or Honduras or Costa Rica, Nelson, Yeah. you know, and I really like some of Nelson stuff, and I... Think Patron makes very good cigars. Yeah, you know they they know how to grow tobacco. That's for sure. Yeah. So I can't say that. Unfortunately, no. Yeah. Okay. No. I admire his honesty. For yeah. He, listen, he doesn't it know the, the que- truth. He yeah. doesn't know the questions coming up, and the questions just keep keep coming, and that's what I'm trying to get. We're 20 questions in. You have not mm-hmm. not answered. I'm waiting for the trick questions because I don't trust John. <laughs> I don't trust. Oh, yeah, John I'm the one in the hot seat. Well, uh, so if you were to take rum raisin ice cream. Now you're, you're going to need. So this is a joke to you. When, when you're going to need tweezers, like, Jr. You're going to need tweezers because you got to remove raisins. You got to remove three of the raisins and you, you got to rinse them off, but not. You don't want to rinse them off completely. And That's, then to that mixture, you add a little bit of almond extract and a little bit of white pepper. <laughs> And you have this yaya in the Gordo size. You're tasting some smoke, you fucking asshole. <laughs> That's Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Yeah. <laughs> Comedian. Jumping back to the I honestly don't. Heat. I honestly don't get that. That hold that deep. No, like, because you when you, you mentioned white, pe- white pepper the uh, uh, earlier, I cracked. So a you're bit. saying I nailed it? <laughs> yeah, I got pepper. You know, but white pepper. You're so specific. <laughs> or cayenne pepper. It's not cayenne pepper, and it's no. not black pepper. It's white pepper. It's white pepper. Cayenne pepper has a much longer burn. White pepper is more of a flash in the pan, right. kind of quick. Black pepper is a much more aggressive flavor that you typically would get in Nicaraguan tobacco. Some Dominican tobacco can be that peppery, but by and large, Dominican tobacco, if it's peppery, is that softer white pepper. And there is that 
very subtle rummy kind of raisiny flavor in there and that almond extract. People that are smoking at home are going, God damn it, he fucking nailed it. <laughs> yeah, that's not what they're saying. Jonathan, <laughs> is there any way you can sous vide tobacco to speed up the process? Yeah. So, sous vide? What sous vide. Sous vide is a, uh, a, a heating stick that goes in a water bath so you can mm-hmm. get the water to a very specific temperature. And hold it there indefinitely. Well, there is a process that is called mooling, or we call it mooling. I don't know mm. if that's the actual thing. Where it's like a, it's like a vapor chamber, mm. where you can uh, specifically wrap, or you do this for wrapper to make it darker. You know, a lot of people do it uh, to make the the dark wrapper. There's uh, definitely a process that you can do to it. Yeah, with steam. steam. Yeah. yeah. Like the, yeah, it's a like steam room, yeah. It or whatever. Yeah. Just really quickly, going back to the Bihiki being like $300, do you see Dominican cigar manufacturers doing exorbitant price increases because they see Cuba doing it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, especially everybody that is in that crazy price range of $20, $30, $40, $50. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see them taking advantage of that and upping those prices. I mean... Didn't Fuente come out with a $300 cigar or something like that, special edition? They came out with a $1,200 book. Oh, yeah, there you go. How much is a page? (laughs) (laughs) How much per page? How much per page? I don't think you can buy it by the page. Well, and the rumor rumor I heard was that they just shipped it to some retailers. It wasn't something that they ordered. They just, it showed up and there was a bill. That's what I'm hearing. A lot of of retailers. uh, Well, you don't have yours? I don't have one. You're happy about that, though, right? I am. <laughs> I am. Uh, all right, yeah, yeah, Gordo, uh, great mm-hmm. cigar. I'm not even halfway done. I could smoke this for two hours. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a, a six and a half by sixty. Yes, ring gauge. Uh, well done, uh, and we'll we'll get Gia one day uh, on the show. Maybe oh, of course, not without yes. you to get both ears, but um, we'll get him up here, and uh, he's taking care of business. But uh, we're going to take care of business and go to break. And when we come back, we have lots more questions and answers to get to. And a great cigar with your name on it. We'll get to that, too. All right. We're live in the Toscano Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on the thecigarauthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating. Is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers. 
You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast. Or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family center company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Mickey Pegg from All Saints Cigars, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back, powered by West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa Black and White. West Tampa Cigars, it's passion with a purpose. Uh, and out here in the audience somewhere is Roy from Cigar Warehouse in Las Vegas. I don't know where he went. He went downstairs, maybe? Maybe downstairs, yeah. yeah. He's uh, analyzing every single aspect of your store. Yes, he is. <laughs> he's asking a lot of questions. Yes. and uh, But he's been doing it so long time himself. Long, long yeah. time, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, I, uh, 30 plus years. I think he's, uh, I, 
you're you have more 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 years in the industry than he does, but he's pretty close. But, but we in, in talking, you know, he's telling me things which mm -hmm. I'm I'm learning from him. He's learning from him. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. it, it's, yes, uh, yes, it is. And uh, and you're both very open. Yeah, you know. And uh, I, as I told him, I said I feel like I had a psychiatrist because we have the same problems. Yes. yes and uh, he, so you know, it's he not, has except, fat fingers except, too. Or? Except, no, he doesn't. He does no, not have except fat one thing. Yes, except for one thing. He has the book. He has the book. <laughs> <laughs> he got that book. One of our international listeners want to know if there's any Yaya distribution in Europe. Do you know that? Uh, no, we don't. Not yet, at the very least. Yeah. Okay, so uh, what, what are we going to smoke here, Barry? Today's second cigar is Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. It's really oh, well with donuts. Doing? <laughs> it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Jose Dominguez and distributed by United Cigars in the U.S. You should have to sing it every time you say Jose, Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. The size is a 6 by 44 <laughs> called the Fino. And it features an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, Indonesian Sumatra binder, and fillers from the Dominican Republic and USA, Pennsylvania broadleaf. Jose Dominguez. And I, you were like the first person using Pennsylvania broadleaf. We've used Pennsylvania broadleaf since before it became famous. Yes. Yes, I remember. Over 15 years, probably yeah. 20 years Good. we've been using it. I mean, back then, you, you would buy what is considered today a uh, wrapper. As binder yes, for yeah. pennies, you know, and no. now it's going crazy. No kidding. Yeah. All anyway, right. a single will set you back only five ninety nine, while a box of twenty is one hundred one ninety nine, which comes out to just five ten per cigar. It's a savings of almost eighteen dollars or fifteen percent off on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. This cigar is an anomaly. It's a $6 cigar to begin with. The box is beautiful. You see the wrapped with a, you know, the, the presentation is beautiful. Oh, that's great. And it, at the end of it, 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 it's, I hate to say it when the manufacturer's here because then they will raise prices. It's too, but it's too cheap. It's underpriced. Mm. And as a gift, and Jonathan, you sell it on the floor all the time. Somebody's looking to buy somebody a oh gift. Oh, my God. It's a slam dunk. And it looks so beautiful, and it is so beautiful, and, and the price is, is unbeatable. But you, you, you're, you're everything. I mean, you're, you're making the boxes. You make the bands. You do that, it all. That's how we're able to do it, Dave. Yeah. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to do it. If I had to buy the boxes outside, right. I couldn't. Right. I mean, especially with the current situation now with wood. Yeah. It's going crazy. I mean, I'm actually, we were talking about this. They make a little blue pill for that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they do. They do. Fortunately, I still don't have to take it, but they do. So um, we were talking about this yesterday that I'm thinking of a few alternatives to be able to keep the prices down and not have to inflate the prices of the cigars just because of the, the wood is getting expensive. Yes. So yeah. how about a glove? And in the glove would be <laughs> the, the cigar. You already did it. Yeah. <laughs> I but think he just offered that. you the idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go full scale with that full shit. Full scale with it, right? All right, let's give it a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax, and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. And that was excellent, by the way, of the audience mm. all clicking together. Isn't Everybody except for Glenn. He was asleep at the wheel over there. Yeah. What? You never do it, Megan. <laughs> and, and, and we're going with the Fino size because this is Ed Sullivan's. 
bag here. Yeah, I thought it made your fingers look muscular. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll go with that. I'll use it. I'll smoke that's, why, all the time. that's why Oliver likes petite girls. Mm. <laughs> it's all about perspective. <laughs> Oliver repping your cigars across the country. Yes, sir. He's doing a phenomenal job. He was supposed to be here today, but he was he's sick. He, sick he, as a dog. Poor guy. He, he's been on the road um, for uh, like 10 weeks. days. Yeah. yeah. And, there are a uh, bunch of excuses. No, he was trash. No, he was really bad. He wasn't himself yesterday. Yeah. We're going to light our cigar today with the Sabre by Vertigo. This features single action and two flames angled for pinpoint accuracy. And those flames are fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. And on board, you've got a full-size V-cutter, all for $29.99. That is the Sabre by Vertigo. Now, Dave, did Oliver look like he had eaten some undercooked pork belly? Was it that bad? or No, he had something like the flu. Yeah, that's you know, what, he had like a was it was like a bronchial thing, yeah, yeah, huh. and being around all the smoke and stuff, he, he, was, he was it was deteriorating as the day mm-hmm. went on, that's for sure. Okay, Jose, we're back to question number 21. We're going to try to mm-hmm. get to 50 of them. Do you right. like all the brands, all the blends that you make? No, so mm-hmm. because some customer tells you to make a blend a certain way specifically i give him my uh and that is mostly on the on the private label side yeah so you know you give him a recommendation they tell you no this is what i want so, nah, i don't really like it it doesn't impress <laughs> me i said oh i love it this is what i want i said are you sure all right no give, problem give them I mean, what they want if that's what you want that's what you want all right uh do you ever smoke flavored cigars yes of course you smoke them well, you make, i make them i make them i so have you, to try them yep is, is it your bag is it your thing I really like sweet tip cigars, believe it or really? not. And not flavored, but with the sweet tip, like a lot, nice Ed, long Ed filler. Sullivan. Ed Sullivan goes yeah. for the La Giana Angelic every once in a every while. Every once in a while, yeah. yeah. Or, uh, I've actually tried the, the what I make for myself is something like the Fino, the, the same mm. Jose Dominguez, the Fino, with a sweet tip. Huh. That's what I smoke, usually smoke. Yeah. You yeah. ever try that Sober Mesa with the sweet tip? I haven't tried the Sober yeah. Mesa, no. Do they get that not from sweet tipping it, though. They they ferment the tobacco so long it becomes sweet. They say, mm, all right. <laughs> but just the tip of it, not let's, the rest. Yeah, let's, we'll take their word for it, right? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever? No, done, we have won't. You ever gone I don't know. No, I never heard won't. of a process like that. But no. okay. Have you ever processed tobacco where one end of it tasted different than the other end? <laughs> Is that like? Can you can you draw a line on the tobacco leaf and say to the tobacco, "That's the I want end. you to taste one way on this side." And another way on this side. Honestly, if he has a process to be able to do that, I think it's amen. The, I think it's the pen he's using. It's I don't want to say pen. no. It's crazy. So, so if he has a process, can, maybe I'm just ignorant enough that I don't know it. The tobacco recognizes that specific color. It's like a blue color. Mm-hmm. All right. You know, okay. was last year your biggest year for sales at your factory? No, 2021 was. 2021. Yeah, 2022. We actually uh, throughout the middle of it, uh, there was a. Change in some of, in one of our big customers' uh, 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 way they do their inventory and all that stuff, and it caused a big drop on us. Nothing to do with sales itself from their door out. Uh, we were actually up with them, but it's all back to normal now. But uh, okay. no, 2021 was my best year to date. Okay. Let's hope 2023 beats it. Well, will 2023 be your best year? Yeah, but with the way it's going, it will. Okay, good, good. So so far, so good. All right. Are you going to PCA, Premium Cigar Trade Show this year? Yes, of course. And what are you launching? We're doing a new Yaya. Okay. The new, new Yaya we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Okay. This is the moon one? No, this is the sun. <laughs> the sun. Yeah, the moon. I know you're going to, that's good. We're going to leave that one for last I'm because that's going to be, you're going to gonna be, look, you like the mooning part of it. I love the mooning part. Yeah. yeah. Okay, it is time for the poll question of the week right now, brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. And this week we uh, started a new one with uh, 16 rock bands. And uh, their first album had to be 1979 or earlier. Hmm. Or earlier or closer to our date or back. Hmm. Back. Backwards, okay. 79 to back. He gets confused because of his bullshit closest without going (laughs) over rules. Yes. (laughs) That don't make sense. Eventually we'll do 1980 to current. Okay. Uh, But number one ranked was the Beatles, and we put them up against Fleetwood Mac. And my people have spoken with Fleetwood Mac. Get pulling the upset. That's impossible. 51% of the vote went to Fleetwood Mac, That's uh, who actually led the entire way. It's ridiculous. Of course it is. Yeah. Led Zeppelin against Journey. Led Zeppelin beat them with 62% of the vote. Van Halen versus Aerosmith. Van Halen won with 51.5%. That's bullshit. Get the fuck out of yes, here. Aerosmith, seriously? <laughs> yeah. It's a stupid. All right. The Door versus The Who. The Who won with just over 50% of the vote. Rolling Stones versus the Ramones. Rolling Stones annihilated them yeah, with better. 83% of the vote. Yeah. Eagles versus Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd with 57% of the vote. Lame. Queen versus ACDC. ACDC won with 51.5% of the vote. And Black Sabbath versus Kiss. And Black Sabbath with 62% of the vote. Yeah, that I agree with. That I agree so we'll with. have Fleetwood Mac against Led Zeppelin. Van Halen against The Who. Rolling Stones against Pink Floyd, ACDC against Black Sabbath. That'll be up on so this, CigarAuthority.com this in the certainly next five isn't minutes. for sales, and it certainly isn't for... Uh, it's a popularity contest. Yeah, it's upsetting. Yeah, it, it bought the first No, I'm one. fine. I'm fine with the Beatles being out. I hate the Get Beatles. But Fleetwood Mac. Surprisingly. Okay, I, Beatles let's, let's are the overrated boy band. Oh, I don't God. I don't like to agree with Barry very often, but I, I got to say I, I would take Fleetwood Mac over the Beatles. Right. I agree 100% with Barry. <laughs> no, I don't know about 100%. I like 95. Next week <laughs> on the Cigar Authority, we are having the Cigar Battle Royal. We are putting a bunch of cigars in the ring, and we're going to actually play-by-play of a Battle Royal, and each one of us is going to have a, um, what do you call that, a storyboard, basically, of how this goes up and mm. teams with who's, and you got to have your own storyboard. You understand this at all? Not get, at all. I'll get more into it. I have no idea uh, what you're off, talking off about. Off the <laughs> uh, um, and show you, I'll show you how what I have done, and uh, we're doing it. The reason why we're doing it, and Barry doesn't have to worry because he's not going to be on the show, because he's going to be answering the phones. And can, can I answer the phones? Nope, nope. You have to do this. No, I have to. <laughs> Each person has to play their part. Um, what, what if you're not a wrestling fan? It you, doesn't matter. It's, it's cigars. It's a battle royal of cigars, right? Acting as wrestling. No, you'll explain it. I will. Me. Off the air. Which cigar gets to be Hulk Hogan? It's up to you. I'll get into it Can after the show. Can I have the, the Ultimate show. Warrior too? Those are my two favorites. <laughs> but next week, um, on Saturday, yeah. we are selling tickets to the New England Cigar Expo. It is here. Tickets are on sale at 10 a.m. in the stores, 11 a.m., by phone. Can Jonathan not be on the show so he can sell tickets downstairs? He will be till 12 o'clock. Oh, all right. And then by then... They'll uh, be the, sold out? The, 
maybe. Who knows what, what's going to happen? Uh, again, this is the fir- first time of this, but uh, if you're interested in coming to the New England Cigar Expo, the date of the event is Friday and Saturday, September 29th and 30th. It's here in, in New Hampshire at Wyndham, New Hampshire, a big giant tent. It's a two-day event. And uh, tickets will go on sale on Saturday. There's three different type of tickets you can buy. One is a two-day pass, which is going to get you to uh, both days of the event. The two-day pass is $395. And you can get a VIP for it, which will get you in an hour early. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, get the premium seating and all that and get you an after-hours event of the second day We'll do an after-hours event. That ticket is 595 very limited. I think that's going to sell out fast. Yeah. I think the two-day is going to sell out fast, too. And the third one is the one-day pass. The one-day pass is for day two only. Day one is a cigar dinner, and just like our anniversary parties that we do, and we're going to give away an 800-pound cow. That's the prize that we're going to give away. and That's the hanging weight of the cow after it's butchered. No, nope, that's the hanging. That's the, the cow. We we weighed him. You we put had him four on scales <laughs> in order to do this. Four bathroom scales. It's a lot of addition. <laughs> <right there. laughs> uh, and then you you slaughter him. You, you, you and you. Uh, no, when you say you, you don't mean the no, winner. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who gets to sign up for the kill crew on this? But we'll give you a 16 cubic foot freezer, and you'll get about 400 pounds of fresh meat, including all the different parts and all butchered, wrapped up, beautiful. Um, you get the liver, too? No. It, that liver wasn't part of this. I didn't see that on here, but there's lots of cuts. Um, day two, the uh, you, you also get 18 cigars on day one. On day two, remember, there's a two-day pass. You get 20 cigars on day two. And in one of those packs is the cow's tongue, and in another pack is the oxtail. I have no idea. Mm. I, don't, I don't know that answer. But we're having <coughs> micro-wrestling at it. You're going to meet all the different manufacturers that will be there. There's lots of swag and stuff. We're having a special cigar that will be on sale, and I think that will sell out at the mm. event, so you'll never be able to get that. Um, and the one-day pass is 225 Tickets go on sale. You'll find all this information on the um, New England Cigar Expo Facebook page and all our social media stuff that's out there. I don't know if you have it on twoguyscigars.com because you can't buy the ticket on there. Correct. So that's the thing. You can't buy the ticket on um, twoguyscigars.com. You actually have to call. Mm. So you have to call 1-888-224-4272, which is 1-888-2-CIGAR-2. And you'll do that at 11 a.m. Eastern on Saturday, this coming Saturday, May 6th. Yeah, so, if you call at 10.30, we won't answer the phone. Right. And 11 o'clock, they're going to start picking it up, and we're going to tell you play-by-play as the day is going on. Dan Davison, who's doing the expo uh, with me, putting it together, he'll be here on the show, and um, Barry will uh, be on the chat box and saying what's going on and Again, I don't know. At the end of it, there's a whole bunch of tickets left. There's a whole bunch of tickets. If it sells out during the show, we'll tell you as that's going now, on. Is Dan going to do the asylum? Sure. We'll have to tell him he needs to do that. Okay. We'll, tell, we'll see him Tuesday for the Ashholes. Sure. We'll see, we'll see what's going on and finalize all those things. Okay. So let's move on. Let's, we got a lot of questions to do. We have 25 down, 25 to go. Oh. And just one point from the chat room. 
Barry, they should have their credit cards ready when they call, right? Yes. They can't make yes. you wait while they go get it. There's only two people answering the phone. That's so. my biggest pet peeve. Yeah. It, it happens a lot. They'll, they'll call for an order, and then they'll say, hold on, i got to go get my credit card. <laughs> and I'm sitting there for five, six minutes till they go get And we got a 1,000 tickets to get to, Yeah, and be ready. Be ready for this. It's not a big thing. Hey, I want to buy a ticket. Is my credit card. Okay, they're going to put it in an envelope, and they're going to yeah, have it, it in your hand when you yeah. call. And if you want to add some boxes of cigars, be ready for that, mm-hmm. and, and just help out the guy behind you that we're not answering the phone to. You said something about it. The phone's going to ring. Phone's going to ring. There's only two people answering, yeah. so your phone's going to ring. If nobody answers, we just didn't get over quick enough to tell you to hold on. Wait 30 seconds. Give us a call back. Yeah. And don't leave a message if it comes yeah, up. We yeah, we won't listen to messages till Monday. So, yeah. okay. So, uh, Jose, how do you feel about uh, the trade show moving next year f- to March instead of being in? I think it's a mistake for them. It's a mistake. Uh, honestly, I mean, I'm not a huge marketing guy or anything like that. I don't know why they moved it. If they have some, you know, uh, hard strategic. Uh, reason for doing it, like a marketing strategy to doing it. I just feel like they are uh, coming closer to the TPE. I don't know if they want to compete with the TPE at that point. Yeah. That means that the guy guy is doing the TPE or doing a good job if the PCA is now getting worried about it. Right. Yeah, something's going on. Um, Has everything that's been done with cigars and tobacco been done already? No. I, we learn something every day. Yeah, still. Yeah, still. And there's always going to be something new to learn. All right. Hey, you listen to the Cigar Authority, chances are you're going to learn nothing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mild cigars are the best-selling style of cigar in the world. Yes, it still is. Still is. Still Most is. people don't believe it, but yep, there's no doubt is. about it. And you're producing 30 million cigars. Yeah. By far, it's mild uh, cigars. Uh, Connecticut wrapper is still the best-selling wrapper there out there. There we go. 80%? By far. No, not not eighty, but uh, uh, over half. Mm-hmm. Have you been to Cuba? Yes, many times, four times, I think. Okay. Do you hope someday to work with Cuban tobacco? Uh, no comment. We got a no comment. Get the cut already. No comment. That's, That's one, one out of five. One out of five. <laughs> one out of five. <laughs> one out of thirty. We have a no comment. I take that as a yes. No, you That's, can take it as whatever you want. There we go. <laughs> take it to dinner. There we go. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna move on, even though I thought we'd we'd go to break, but we got some time, so let me play some catch up here. Um, do you have anything new coming out for PCA this year? We already we're, talked. We're already yeah. Uh, this, we're already this is gonna be the new Yaya. Yeah. The, what? The the Kamui. It's gonna be called Kamui. It's a, again. It's another um, Taino word from the Taino means uh, moon. language. Yeah, means sun. <laughs> Damn it! What what Don't means worry. moon? Luna. Luna. Well, Luna is in Spanish. Oh, so. that's right. Uh. We'll get there. We'll get there when we get there. Don't worry. But uh, no, this is uh, gonna be an old Dominican cigar. Uh, the only difference between the Yaya right now, the the reason that it's not a Dominican puro is because of the wrapper. So, you know, the Dominican Republic is not a country known for growing wrapper. Yeah. Uh, but we actually grew, were able to grow uh, wrapper Corojo seed Corojo in our farms seed. two years ago. Yeah, we have added aging, and we're going to use it for the new Yaya. Mm-hmm. Now, a couple of years ago, I was down with you, yeah. and we did try all these five different 
yeah. tobaccos that you let me. Right. Can you keep me- your goddamn mic in front of your mouth? Oh, my God. Pretty so please. quirky about things. Yes. <laughs> it's just so we can hear you. It's a podcast. <laughs> so we tried tobacco that has never been out yet. Five yes. different varieties Five different kinds, of, yes. of it. And you were saying, wow, this is going to be really good or something. And I'm not to that point yet. I can try a cigar mm-hmm. that the cigar has been made, but trying the tobacco by itself and envisioning yes. what's going to happen a couple of years from yes. now, which is now. Yeah. Well, uh, remember what I told you that we're looking for the new Maduro. Right? Yes. And we were trying to make it so we could grow it in Dominican. So that's the testing that we're doing. See if we can find the new Maduro. Is the struggle being able to get a yes, Maduro a leaf that, it, that can burn? No. San Andreas, it, it is the Maduro in, a standard in the uh, industry right now. And we've gone through this throughout the years. It used to be Brazil. Then Brazil got scarce and expensive. Then it became... Uh, uh, Ecuador, then broadleaf, broadleaf, and all that. Then yeah. it became Mexican San Andreas, but then we're having the same problem again. There's not enough. Not enough is being produced, and uh, the prices are going out the roof. So, it is a decision. You of whether, grew this. You grew it. Uh, yes, yes. We're trying to, and we also trying from other people that are growing. Too. Okay, you know, everybody's tr- in the same boat, right? Everybody's, yeah, same. Everybody's yeah. in the same boat. Ted yeah. Hughes in so, our chat room, who's with us every week, he wants to know what your favorite tobacco to work with is. Uh, mine? Yours. Dominican. Yeah. A specific caritel? Yeah, Dominican. <laughs> we, not, Corojo, well, Criollo. Uh, uh, we usually, our, our main go-to seed, the one that we grow mostly, we grow different seeds, but the main one we grow, it's a, what do you call this, a hybrid. Hybrid, yeah. Between uh, Habano and Olor, between the Cuban seed and the Dominican seed. Mm. It's a hybrid we made ourselves, okay. uh, and we've been reproducing it through the years. So we always have a stock of seeds saved up. We have a special fridge in the factory where we stock the seeds. We mark them by year, by by the plantation where it was grown, and that's how we select what we're going to grow every year. So depending on the tobaccos that I need based on my stock, I change the plantation every year. Thank you. No, no problem. Do you have children, and do you think your children will be in the cigar industry? I have a I have a son, nine years old, and he's already in the cigar industry because I make him work. <laughs> That's it. You know, and he, actually, I don't have to make him make him because he goes to the factory and he goes automatically. He goes to work. He comes collecting the money afterwards. You yes, know? good. Comes, like when he's done, he comes and puts his hands like this. Where's my money? Jr. Oh. Is, is he a master blender? <laughs> <laughs> Not old enough only, to be a master baiter yet. <laughs> only if he self-appointed himself to it. Right. You know. All right. Uh, Okay, we got to thirty-three of them. I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. I think we're gonna get get done with You're this. You're doing pretty well. So let's go to break, and when we come back, I have some personal questions to get to. Uh, All right. We're gonna get personal when I get back. There comes the tricky and questions. A couple of really tough ones. You're only one down. You got four. I got Saved four them up. I you, got four left. I know the smart. tricky ones are coming up. <laughs> yeah. I know that. We're live uh, in the Toscano Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Provider Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. 
To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision, with Miami Cigar & Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Havana wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year. And the Don Lino Africa, which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours? Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Beautiful, this is right? Rick Rodriguez from it is very nice. Tobacco Company. <laughs> You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. That is Rick Rodriguez from West Tampa Tobacco Company featuring West Tampa Black and White. West Tampa Cigars, passion with a purpose. The Jose Dominguez commercial is the most popular commercial that we have. Seriously? It is. Yeah, we tried oh, to well. get rid of it. it, it, it up and oh, yeah, they no. Oh, well. 
Wait I'm happy to hear that my dad loves the song. He does. <laughs> he does. All right, time to get personal, personal questions. All right. Um, and again, you have four, no comments. Uh, anytime you want to jump in on that, you're, you're welcome to it. We're on question number 34 out of 50. All right. Pineapple on your pizza. Sure, why not? I've eaten worst. Used to like you. Mr. Jonathan used to get it every day when he used to eat Jalapeno food. Jalapeno and pineapple. Jalapeno greatest, I love. Greatest combination. As a combination. Pi- I couldn't believe that I liked it because Pine- I was so against it. Pineapple, if it comes with it, I'll eat it. You but know. you wouldn't order it like that. I wouldn't order it. No. That's Save yourself. Mr. Jonathan was eating it every day. The same thing. Pineapple, jalapeno, pizza. Every day. It's like a lectin bomb. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pineapples are okay. It's the jalapenos. I've I've eaten worst, and I'm going to leave it at that. Breasts better than butts. Butts. Do you like big butts? Can you lie? uh, I do like them big. Yeah. Okay. Gordo better than Lancero. Uh... I'm a smaller ring gauge guy, so I'm going to say Lancero. But not as far as your business goes. No, definitely not. Lancero is a loser. Commercially. <laughs> <laughs> Commercially speaking. Commercially. Yeah, it absolutely no. is true. But uh, it is, as a, as a final product, it is way, way harder to make than a Gordo. Yeah. Really harder to make. Well, you did a good job. You are the one that did the 12-year anniversary Cigar Authority cigar. Um, and, again, customer service like no other. It was the day of it did not arrive on time. And two suitcases were filled with boxes of Lanceros. And you and Guille yeah, got on a plane up. in the morning and at 12 noon walked up the stairs while the show started. With suitcases, and that's what was inside the suitcases. The night prior, we flew to Miami, went into the warehouse because it was a shipping problem, and they didn't go out on time. We shipped them with enough time from Dominican, but there was a delay in the process of clearing customs. So we had to fly to Miami. Instead of shipping them overnight and running the risk of not being here on time, we flew to Miami on the afternoon. We picked the cigars up in the and put them in suitcases in the in the warehouse <laughs> in Miami, and flew here the next morning. I'll and you were you. you were doing the show, I think. Yes, we were doing the show. Yeah, at, you guys we walked up. in. Yeah, it was unbelievable. And it isn't the first time your customer service was over. And I've been doing business with you for a long, for you and your dad a long time, uh, but when it comes down to it, I mean, you're talking about the owners of a company doing this. Unheard of. You, there's nobody even close. You it's have not, to do what you have to do. You don't have to, but you did. And if there's somebody out there, a, a retailer, you're looking to do a private label, you know, what manufacturer should I deal with? And I've deal, dealt with everybody. You're second to none. I'll tell you Thank right you. now. I appreciate it. That means truth. a lot to me. It's the truth. Uh, do you like pina coladas? Yes, I love them. <laughs> he doesn't know what that means, but. Pina colada? That's right. That's a song. The. And the song, the song, I don't know, but the yeah. drink, I'd love. Yeah, you love who, it. Who was that? Rupert something? Yeah. Something. Rupert Humperdinck? No, that's a different one. You don't know the song, though. The do you? song? No, I know the one, Tequila. Do you, dun, like, dun, 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 dun. Do you like pina coladas and getting get caught, caught in, in the rain? rain. Or, oh, yeah, I've heard that song. Okay. Yeah. But what is, what is it about? It? That, nothing, it's about pina nothing, coladas, yeah. that's all. Uh, have you ever lied about having seen a movie? No, why? Porn. No reason. I don't even lie about porn. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, that wasn't the question. Right. Why would he's, you he's lie just about the truth? 
you know, because I saw a stupid movie called Sothersby once, but <laughs> somebody made me do it. Now, if somebody asked me if I saw it, I'd say probably not. Uh, You'll say yes. It's a stupid movie. Yeah, Rupert Holmes. Yes. Holmes. No relation to John. I think his, as far as I know. his middle name was Humperdinck. I think that's what it was. <laughs> uh, do you sing silly love songs to your pets? Yes. <laughs> and I make and I this also guy is just telling the truth of and what I it also is. Uh, my mom has two jerkies I don't have one because I'm not home all the time so I, and I think that would be cruel but I love dogs I love animals in general you and your family your whole family my whole family my, my dad and my sister one of my sisters is are they're actually veterinarians by yeah. trade that's what they went to school for yeah so yeah we all love animals we're very close to uh, our pets uh, when I used to live with my parents we always had a, a dog or a couple of them. Um, as a matter of fact, before I moved out of my mom's house, when I started college, uh, the two Jorkies she had back then, they, they both passed away. She has uh, another two now that are also getting very old. But they used to sleep with me. They'd rather sleep with me than anybody else. And they would sleep with me in the bed, hmm. under the covers. Now, tell quickly the story of when you were born. When I was born, this, my dad, when he was dating my mom, he gave her a poodle. Uh, her name was Moti, M-O-T-Y. And uh, she was a pure breed, beautiful dog. She ate rice and beans and meat every day, three times a day. She lived for 17 years. She died when I was 12 years old. So the day I was born, she was five years old. She has never given birth. She was pregnant. And I was born. And the same day that I was born, she gave birth to seven puppies under my crib, right under my crib. Hmm. And she would not leave the place. So the first day that I come home, they put me in the crib, and I'm surrounded. I have eight dogs right beneath me. Wow. So you from were, the same day. You were raised as a dog? Basically. <laughs> literally, yeah. <laughs> literally. You're basically literally. a wolf. <laughs> yeah. They smacked me like one if I did something wrong. A wolf now, in Dominguez so that, That's got to count for something. But no, I, I love animals. And to the point of the question, uh, I would take uh, my mom's two dogs, and I would start like impersonating their voices. Like, yeah, get out of here. You have me tired. Don't pet me. Don't do this. And, you know. Um, yeah. we, so yes, I I do sing to them and all that. We've got a yes no question for Jr. from the audience. Okay, right. Ted Hughes wants to know: Do you think Mr. Jonathan is too thin? Well, he's trying to gain weight now. He showed me a picture, where, and then again, we're coming back to Jonathan showing pictures <laughs> yeah. of himself. You're welcome. But uh, <laughs> you know, his clothes on. It's okay, and you know, I'm secure of my masculinity, yeah. masculinity, so I can do it. Um, and he did show me a picture of when he was at his thinnest and he looked like, Skeletal. have you seen the, the, the movie, the mechanic, the mechanic, is it with Christian Bale? Oh yeah. That he had some sort of sleeping disorder. He couldn't sleep and he was, got like real skinny. You look like him. Thank you. <laughs> it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Right now it's time for the confessional and that's brought to you by all Saints cigars. The confessional. Brought to you by All Saints Cigars, featuring the All Saints St. Francis. Voted the 2021 Cigar of the Year. All Saints Cigars. In the name of the Churchill, Toro, and Robusto. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. And how long has it been, my son, since your last St. Francis uh, uh, <clears throat> confession? It's been one week since my last confession. And what is it that you have to confess today, my son? And the following message was submitted through the contact us page of the cigar authority.com and anonymous writes, I confess 
I confess that each week I have a percentage of my check sent to an account that my wife doesn't know about mm. as she tries to keep up with my spending on cigars. Seeing that's all I really spend money on, however, too, too much it may be so. I have my cigar budget that my wife knows about and then the actual budget. I stash 50 to 100 at a time in my secret cigar account that she knows nothing of. And when the shipment comes in, I swear it was part of what she already knew about or I won a prize in a raffle. It has worked for me so far, but I really need you to start sending letters to cover my ass. <laughs> Maybe with one shipment, you could say this month's prize winner. As for being a loyal customer, this is a gift from us. Or, hey, just because you support us here, thinking of you with some little note in my shipment would really help me spend more and save my ass. Thanks, gentlemen and Mr. Jonathan. This is my confession. I've never needed help being bad. <laughs> so, Barry, they could do that, right? In the special comments section, when you place the order, you put a thing in there and you say, here's what mm -hmm. I want. I want a card that reads this. Sure. And, and Absolutely. <laughs> sure. But then again, it's anonymous. Who... Oh, know that's right. Is, you know, well, they, he can, whoever he is can just do that. Anybody can do it, and we'll do it. All right. So that's any, anybody and everybody. Uh, over the years, work, work on the floor of the, the guy opening his wallet and paying his bill and then sliding a $100 bill out, folded that's in the back of his wallet, and then say, give $100 off this, put the rest on the card. Mm -hmm. And that's because he wants it to be $100 less because he doesn't want to fight at home. Yeah. But what you do is look at hers and see how much the hairdresser is and how much the nails are and all this stuff and say, let's just get clean with each other and say what we're doing here. Yeah, this one doesn't seem bad. It's light bad. light penance. Light. Oh, geez, I don't know if that's all that bad. Try to smoke at least one All Saints, St. Francis cigars this week. Okay, question number 40. Have you ever had a crush on a cartoon character? Oh, of course. Oh, sorry. I thought we talked about this. To the point this. of Mr. Jonathan, I am sorry. Now I understand. There we go. Uh, <laughs> yes, multiple. Multiple times. Jessica, Jessica Rabbit. Rabbit? Yeah, of course. Who, who wouldn't? Betty Boop? Not really. It wasn't my, my oh, cartoon I loved, style. I loved her giant and you, head. And you listen to <laughs> cartoons in Spanish? Um... Back then, it was different. We didn't we didn't get that most that that uh, that uh, much exposure, and uh, whatever we got, it was mostly in English, so especially movies. And you'd learn English by watching. That's TV? how I started learning really? English when I was a kid, because I started I learned how to read when I was five years old. So I would watch the movies, and with the subtitles, I would. Uh, I would get a pronunciation of the word, not only the word, but the pronunciation of the word with the actual what it meant in Spanish. And that's how I started learning. Could I learn Spanish that way? Not a chance. It all depends. I mean, for some people, it's easier. You, you should learn English that way. I know. <laughs> it's, it's funny because it's true. <laughs> Whiskey Miser's asking, did you like Petunia Pig? She's got a, a big Petunia derriere. Petunia yeah. No. How about Miss Piggy? Never. No. No. All right. Have you ever lied about your birthday to get a free dessert? Yes. I do every, every time I go out. Really? Every He's time being I go honest out. about being dishonest this time. Yeah. He's being, like what, the anti-Mickey Peg. He'll answer anything. He'll do it because we're on question number 42 out of 50, so Ed, he's got a lot. You have uh, something to learn about me. Yeah. I have no shame. <laughs> Zero. Would you sacrifice a loved one to save a dozen strangers? That's a tricky one. I can't answer that question honestly. 
I don't Caleb, know. I don't know what I would do. Closer to losing a nipple, buddy. I, no, it's not a not coming. I would sacrifice myself to save the stranger and the person. Hmm. But I wouldn't be able to choose. So that that's so everybody it. dies. So, <laughs> nice job. So we all die and we all go to hell. I mean, what yeah. it is? So, but it's two unanswered questions. So we got two. We got three left to go. All right. And we're on number. Number 43 out of 50. Mm. It looks like you still have plenty of time to go, but right now we got a prize to give away, Mr. Jonathan. Looking for the best email of the week. We're going to hear three. We're going to pick our favorite one, and they're going to win the prize. And this week's uh, email of the week is brought to you by the folks at Trinidad. They're giving away a boombox and a domino set. And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Just make sure I have them in the right order. Got it. All right. All right. Uh, James writes, I just wanted to say the Cigar Draft was one of the best marketing shows I've listened to. <laughs> Great way to promote the shop, give a lot of info, and generate interest for folks to buy. Really clever promotion. Second, I have an idea for the show. You have mentioned about old shows and maybe doing clips from them. I know most of you guys don't like the classic three-way and all the questions. I do. Uh, what if for the classic, you do a classic cigar authority and play one or two minute drop clips from old shows? I do like the history of the week questions game, but you could maybe do that for a different advertiser. Anyway, keep up the great shows. Signed, James. It's a lot of work, right? Yeah. On Ed Sullivan's side. Yeah, I already do more than I care to do. Okay. Yeah, so vetoed. And mentioning uh, the draft pack Monday. Uh, 10 a.m. is your last chance to get him. Ah, uh, 10 a.m. It's very, very close. Get out of here. Totally, even on the first? No, oh, no. no, no. Between second and third, it's very close. <laughs> oh, okay, between second and third. <laughs> yeah. All right, so. And it's also very close uh, between Jonathan and the undrafted pack. Yeah, so me and you. There's a couple you. big me races Me for second going. and third, and. Third and la- fourth and last place, Jonathan. Well, let's not forget, I had all my followers follow Ed on this one. Well, you made a big mistake. Why, why is that a mistake? Because you're going to come in last place like a meatball. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call it now. Oh, how much does first place get in prize money? They get to, they, you get to come in Nothing? first. It Nothing? doesn't matter. Oh, doesn't so matter. I don't give a shit. Well, it, it, mean, it means something because you cheat on the classic three-way to win the last one of the year. Following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Sammy asks, what's up with my ash? I've got a couple of burning questions for you, pun intended. My daily go-to cigar is the Don Carlos Double Robusto. And lately I've noticed that the ash on this cigar and a few others can be unpredictable. Sometimes the ash holds like a champ for an inch and a half, but other times it flakes off after just a quarter of an inch. I store all my cigars in humidors with a humidity level of 65 to 75. That's too high, but... Uh, 75 is certainly too high. 75 is definitely too yeah. high. How about 60 to 65? Would be great. Yeah. That would be better. Living in Mumbai, the airway, the air is always humid enough to make a fish feel at home, and this fluctuating ash situation, is this fluctuating ash situation due to humidity, or is there something else at play? Is Mumbai Africa? I think so. Okay. Maybe. No, Mumbai, M-U-M-B-A-I. Yeah. That's uh, India. India. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. You're not mistaken. Okay. So is the flaking ash, JR, is that... uh... In my opinion, it's more about construction than the humidity itself. The humidity will cause it to burn or not to burn. That would be the the most that it would do. Uh, I would say it depends on the press time. 
the time that it's in the press, in the mold, uh, that the longer it is, the better it's going to hold its structure, the better it compacts itself. So in my opinion, the ash uh, resistance, let's call it that, would be more depending on the construction, more specifically on the press time than you, anything else, in not, my opinion. You're not saying somebody's rushing the hands of time. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Yeah, well, I was hoping he was going to burn his... Uh, I don't want to no, answer that question. He'll answer anything. Yes, I, just he will. Hope, I just hope I don't get killed by you know, walking out of the airport. and uh, Buy a book, you'll be uh, fine. <laughs> All right, and Sean writes through the Contact Us page. Uh, I don't expect this to make it on the show since Mr. Yellow Ribbon, I mean Mr. Jonathan, picks the emails, but I just want to say that after two years of listening to you guys, I can finally say I agree 100% with Barry. I was smoking a Perdomo, yes, we can all drink, 20th Connecticut, and when sniffing, not what Barry's thinking, the foot of the cigar, I immediately said out loud, thank God no one was home, Fig Newton. After it was lit, I went to Barry's review, and holy cricket, there it was written plain as day, Fig Newton on the cold draw. I'm definitely beginning to taste more than smoke, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Cue the drop. I know I won an email a couple of weeks ago, but I hope this can make it to the show for everyone to hear that there's more than just smoke you are tasting, and that's Sean. You're tasting some smoke, you fucking asshole. Bill Burr doesn't believe that you taste other than smoke. Neither does you JR. You kind of don't believe it either. Uh, I do believe there are nuances. Do you I know? do believe there are certain nuances and uh, certain characteristics. Like you can taste sweetness. You can taste bitterness. You can taste spiciness. Well, like on this cigar, it's a buttery when you limoncello. Go, when you go down to uh, 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 Fig Newtons, when you go down to uh, Rum Racing Ice Cream, you know, and uh, what was yeah, the other know. one? The White Pepper. Yeah. I think you're pushing it a little bit too much, but that's my opinion. Maybe do you, I don't have such a delicate who, who, and who exquisite your, palate as Mr. Jonathan Who do you does. buy your molds from? The molds? Uh, several people. Okay. One guy in particular made a book. Yeah, Nick. Nick Kutrow. Nick Kutrow, yeah. Do you ever read it? Uh, I didn't read the whole thing, but I Because your dad actually wrote a, a, a part thing, of it, yes. A part of it. Yeah. Uh, it'll change your tasting. Going through that book, read the whole book. You read. You're a reader. Read the book. All right. And we even have some things to to do. It'll change you. Yeah. And then you're going to say a year from now, we'll be sitting here, and you you'll say, "Well, rum raising." I don't think he will. And honestly, I'm because call Nick. Your, his job isn't to find the rum raisin like ours is. We're we're essentially reviewing a cigar on the air and trying to relate through audio what we're getting for flavors. And the only flavors to really do are food flavors. In his case, he's evaluating tobacco, whether or not it's ready for production, yeah, yeah, whether yeah. or not it has the proper he doesn't combustion have to do flavor it, but ratio. To, to think it doesn't happen, like Bill Burroughs saying, it doesn't happen, it's not there. He just doesn't know how to do it. Hmm. Maybe, but I, I, mean, I don't. I'm, I'm I don't telling see you because there's flavor you, notes that, that people a, don't believe. I'll give a point to your case, but um, and mm. then again, also, flavor is subjective. Subjective, you know, subjective, whether you sorry. like it or not. Yes. But you know what a fig Newton tastes like and smells like. Yeah, that is true. And but you don't taste it or smell it. Not in a cigar, no. 
Huh. No, but he's he's wow. he's sampling tobacco with something else can, in mind. He's I looking can, for is I, there ammonia in this? I is can it? get yeah, but I can get like sweetness, right? Like sure. out of uh, for instance, the Jose Dominguez Maduro that I was smoking, uh, you get a certain sweetness out of you, it. But you, I, you I wouldn't say that it's brown sugar grown in, in La Romana in Dominican Republic brown sugar. You know that I wouldn't say that. So you drink wine? I, uh, I like port wine, sweet wine. And then do you taste subtleties and say, "Wow, this." Some- I say I taste uh, not like going down so deep into notes like that, okay. but like I taste like uh, oaky notes and things like that. But uh, acidity, yes, there's ones yeah, that are yeah. more acid than others. Yeah, there are ones that I just like next, better than others. You're not in the next level yet. All right, can no, we just not there. Well, we're giving the prize to Sean and move on, or do you guys vote um, for a different email? I no, go, I, I go for three because two can't win. Why? You can't ship to India. Oh. oh, all right. Two can't win, which is the Cameroon. We have James with the old show clips, which Ed Sullivan is oh my gosh. completely horrified. All right, so Sean gets it 100%. JR, listen right. to this and then. He believes 100% with Barry, so he gets 100%. Listen to mm-hmm. this and then try your cigar and see what happens. Okay. All right. Now taste it. There are raisins in my toast. Buttered toast, raisins. No raisins. I'm sorry. No? Not no, raisins. There is no I'm raisins sorry. in it. It's buttery limoncello. All right. Is what the flavor maybe, is. Maybe it's not the raisins. They, Definitely doesn't taste like Dave's uh, mom's limoncello. No, no. Hers is cream based. This has to be the clear one. All right. All right. That didn't work. Try this one. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? It's so freaking good. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? Be honest. Do you want to kill yourself right now? Because I do. All right. What kind of Pop-Tart? You got strawberry. You got the chocolate. Okay, the strawberry. You want me to taste butter on a strawberry (laughs) Pop-Tart? Yes. All right. Now taste it. Oh, my God. I think he's getting it. His eyes are lighting up. <laughs> they're, they're not. He's well, just as I'm pissed sorry. off as he was at the start of this I'm bit. I'm sorry. And there is actually, I saw it in the cabinet in the back. There's actually strawberry Pop-Tarts out there. You want to go and try it? Do you know Believe why there's me, strawberry? We have, because yeah, we do it all the this. time. And we're going to another degree with those Pop-Tarts. So uh, we're not are, ready for that yet. Those are business Pop-Tarts. Right. <laughs> those aren't just Pop-Tarts. That's business. Dave right. won't get the frosted ones either. He thinks that's sacrilege. You can't have frosting on a Pop-Tart. Yeah, but he's it's so old. Can... Those are so out of style. They only make three flavors of those right. now. Just for those old guys. Yeah. But we're hardcore old guys. <laughs> you have an option to have icing on something. You go with the icing. And I'm a guy who doesn't even I, eat that I shit. I agree with Jonathan uh, on that one. Uh, we got 43 to 50. Let's do it. All right. Fire. Do you know my middle name? Nope. I have heard it before, but I can't remember it. I do. Do you know, do you like to work while listening to music? Oh, yeah. Do you have any hobbies? Um, yes. A few of them, actually. Besides porn? Uh, yeah, a few besides porn. Yeah. Do you have a hidden talent? Not that I know of. Have you ever worked in a different industry? Yes. Multiple. I was fired when I was 16. <laughs> From your dad? From my dad fired me when I was 16, yeah. yeah. I got a little lazy, and then so he fired me. So I worked, uh, I was, uh, when I was 16, I got a job uh, giving, do you know an internet company called Earthlink? Oh, yeah, Old sure, company. sure. I used to give DSL technical support for, uh, for Earthlink from Santiago, Dominican Republic, yeah. I was the fir- on the first DSL team that they were training at a company called Datavimenka. 
And then I went into the food industry, ordered a couple of uh, empanadas cards. I was also working with somebody that had a website, and I ran the website for yeah. them uh, for selling cigars. Yeah. But um, And then uh, I went to school for computer systems engineer. That's mm. what I graduated school for. So, yeah, multiple multiple odd jobs here and there. And then you went back where they got fired and said, oh, give, yeah. me, give me another he, try. He offered, he offered the job. I didn't want it. I actually had another job lined up as a programmer okay. for a company in Miami. All right. Yeah. Do you, do you regret not taking that? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> Especially when I'm doing payroll. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you have a nice time here on the Cigar Authority? Of course, I always do. He's telling the truth. He tells the truth anyway. Tell the truth. All right, I got two questions left. These are the two toughest. And how many times? How many? Uh, you got used three. Two. You got three left. I got three left and so two you questions even, left. You see, that's how you say for the future. That's right. <laughs> so you don't have to answer these, and he is there. Spot, comes a tricky one. Spot ones. on, because here they are. Have you stopped beating your wife? Yes or no? Have I stopped beating? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you see that's why you save it for the last I knew they were there there's a trick question how are you going to answer a question like that you don't like have that? to you All right, yeah, no comment All there right. you go does your wife know about your girlfriends <laughs> <laughs> well that one I don't even have to use a no comment because I'm not married uh, yeah yeah. so there you go twice okay. divorced so there All you right. go alright and you've learned your lesson or what Nah, probably. I'm a sucker for pain. I'll go for the third one. <laughs> Should we try to squeeze it in? Sure, because I don't have to play. All right. The Classic <laughs> Three-Way brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Priced as low as $2.99 for the Corona and still under 4 bucks for the 6x60. Classic Cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff with flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic Cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic Cigars. The most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. All right, it's closest without going over. Uh, JR, you can go to uh, Ed Sullivan if you're looking for help. He's there to help you if you want. All right. He is the champion. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we'll take it to you first. Okay. Uh, born today is Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld, the television mm -hmm. show Seinfeld, was a landmark American pop culture in the late 20th century. He was born in Brooklyn, New York today. What year? Um, I don't know, 1955? 55. 59. 59. 58. 58. Everybody is over. 54. No oh. points. No oh, points for going on. over. No, it's, a, it's really fucked up rules. <laughs> <laughs> What, without going over. Can I appeal that? No. <laughs> you cannot. No points. You would have got it, but one, one. So think of that if you go down. Now it All goes right. over to Barry goes first. Born today is Willie Nelson. 
Willie Nelson, American country singer and songwriter, uh, author, poet, actor, activist, uh, over 30 films. Coke uh, did many books involved with uh, activism and uh, for biofuels and the legalization of marijuana. Willie Nelson, born today. What year? 1939. 39. 1940. 40. 38. It wasn't 38. your turn. You should have said 33, I think. 33 would have been two points because you're all over. No points. God damn it. And 33... Would have been two points. Wow, he looks horrible for his age. You can go to him. <laughs> you, you can go to like uh, Ed for help if you need to. Over to Mr. Jonathan, and then you, and then Barry. Mr. Jonathan, Bernie Madoff, American uh, uh, finance guy, the largest um, fraud in American history. He was born in Queens, New York today. 1949. 42. 49. 42. 35. 35 for the point. 38. Oh. Everybody else was over. So Barry gets a point. Two points exact. We have five questions and one tiebreaker. So two questions <laughs> left. So it's back over to you. Okay. Born today, American composer, band leader, pianist, Duke Ellington. You ever hear of him? Nope. Never even heard of him? Never. Um, among the most signature figure in the jazz history. Jazz, okay. Yeah. Born today. I, I'd go early. Early century there. 1920? Yeah. All right. 1920. 1988. Uh, 1888. 1888. Wow. I got 1858. Barry will get it at 1888. It's 1899. Oh, he's old. He's probably dead. He's dead. He's dead. So Barry has two points. Everybody else has zero. There's only one question left. Two points to get it exact to tie him. We have a tiebreaker if needed. Over to Barry. Wrecking cranes began tearing down the Berlin Wall today. Wrecking cranes begin to tear down the Berlin Wall today. 95. What year? Oh. I go first? Yep. 81. 81. Yeah, don't go that high. Nine, 90. 1986. 88? He said 90 mm-hmm. for two points. Really? We have a tie. Whoa. We have a tie. Two points for Jose, two points for Barry. Mr. Jonathan has zero. All he could do is get two points and be a three-way tie or just get the zero that he is. (laughs) (laughs) Don't fucking laugh at that, Jay. That's hurtful. It's funny. Why why you got to be so mean? It's hurtful for you. It's on to Mr. Jonathan now. Then it's you. Then it's Barry. All right. Nothing. I'm Last nothing. question, tiebreaker. This nothing. is for all the marbles. I'm nothing. I'm nothing. I'm nothing. <laughs> He's nothing. Aretha Franklin releases the single Respect, written by Otis Redding, uh, becomes the song of the year. It's released today, the song Respect. Just a little bit. 1959. 1959. Oh, I think it was after that. 1950. 50. 65. For the point, 67. Damn. Barry Stein is go, the Barry. champion. That's how it's done. Are you okay, Barry? Yeah, he a little concussion. concussion. <laughs> little, little concussion there. Uh, so one of the questions there, you had a good time here on the Cigar Authority today? Of course. You did. Good. Thank you so much for coming up for a Thank few. Thank you for having me. In a few days coming up, and I know you're in the middle of a whole shitload thing, but that's what you do. You say, I'm in, and you, is, you show it. up, and you put it in yeah. no matter what. Baby well, just came. That's okay. Exactly. Giant thing happened at the factory. That's it. I said, I'm doing it. So if I could come after my, my first son, the, the day after my, fir- my only son was born. Right. You know, I could come 
That's within right. within a shed, uh, uh, train wreck. You're, you're right. an amazing man. Yeah, are you Thank going you. to the New England Cigar Expo? Of course, Ooh. I'll be here a day before and I'll stay a day after. All right. Okay. And if you if you want to come and see Jr. along with everybody else, you got to buy a ticket this coming Saturday, uh, May sixth. 11 a.m. on the phones, 10 a.m. in the store, 11 a.m., 1-888-224-4272. That's 1-888-2-CIGAR-2, 11 a.m. Eastern, Saturday. This is your your one and only chance if you want to end up joining us. It's going to be unbelievable. I told you what I told you. I didn't tell you what I haven't told you yet, but Mm -hmm. you'll learn that as it's going on. That's it. Next week, tickets go on sale for the New England Cigar Expo. Dan Davison, uh, who put this together with me, is joining me. He's going to tell you some more details uh, on the show. We're going to have a cigar battle royal where 16 cigars go in the ring, but just one survives. I'll mess around with these guys during the week on that. Until then. You're going to be playing the role of Gorilla Monsoon, right? There we go, of course. (laughs) Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And it's quite possible that you learned something this week, which makes you the Cigar Authority. Oh, yeah! The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.